It's the Larry Kudlow Show. Free market prosperity starts here. Now, here's Larry Kudlow. Welcome back, folks. I'm Larry Kudlow. <clears throat> We're here with Michael Falkender, who's a finance professor at the University of Maryland. He's former assistant secretary for economic policy at the Treasury Department during the Trump administration, and he's the chief economist at the America First Policy Institute. Michael, you again, truly have to help me. I am confused about this jobs report because um, corporate payrolls went up 339,000 more if you include the revisions, the upward revisions of the prior months, but the uh, household survey dropped 310,000. Uh, unemployed increased 440,000. Unemployment increased uh, by uh, three-tenths, which is a lot, actually, another two-tenths or so, and you'd be looking at recessionary movement. What is the bottom line here, looking under the hood? what? How do you assess this? Larry, I understand why you're confused. I was talking to a number of people yesterday trying to put together those disparate pieces you were just mentioning because you would normally expect the household survey and the establishment survey to be telling you the same thing. So either we've got huge sampling error in one of the two surveys, or you've got changes in the labor force that only show up in one versus the other. So let me give you an example. Independent contractors do not show up in the establishment survey, but they do show up in the household survey. So are we now in a paradigm where all this gig economy workers, are they the first to go? Mm. And that's going to show up in the household survey, but not in the establishment survey. So is the is the household survey possibly a better leading indicator if we see hits to gig economy workers and independent contractors in this new economy before we see them in uh, salaried employees? So that would be possibly one explanation for it. That's important. And, you know, some people are speculating that the payroll survey is overstated because a lot of people have two jobs. Now, that may be... That may be related to what you just said, but I don't know. What do you think? I looked at those numbers because in the household survey, it does ask how many people have more than one job. And that number went down in the last couple of months. That number has not been increasing hmm. because you're right. The, the household survey an observation is a person. In the establishment survey, it's a job. And so if you have a person holding multiple jobs, you could create a disconnect. But that should mean that the number of people holding multiple jobs should be increasing. And actually, that number peaked a couple of months ago and has come down. So another factoid here, um, we have now 6.1 million unemployed. That's actually higher than the pre-pandemic uh, February 2020, like 5.8 million. So we have 6.1 million people uh, unemployed. It's supposed to be a very strong job market. I know job openings are way, way above uh, uh, unemployed. But why is that? Well, I mean, why are so many people unemployed if the labor market is so strong? That, that's an excellent question, because when you look at the job openings in the JOLT survey, they're across the skill spectrum, right? So it's it's not the case that the problem that we have is that we've got low-skilled unemployed people and only have high-skilled jobs. We have job openings across the entire skill distribution. So are people not in a rush to get back to 
working full time. So if they decide to leave a job or are laid off from a job, do they stay unemployed for longer? Because again, they're still sitting on a lot of money from recession era pandemic savings that was built up. Because normally we would expect people to want to get back to work pretty quickly, given all the jobs that are out there. We've still got you know one and a half, one point six jobs for every unemployed person. So the mm. jobs are there. The question is, have benefits, whether it's not just unemployment benefits, but it's, again, it's food stamps, it's TANF, it's all the things that Speaker McCarthy and the debt ceiling bill were trying to get tied to work requirements. Those things are untethered. Hmm. Does that facilitate staying unemployed for longer in ways that are not beneficial to, hmm. to the economy nor to those people long term? What's your take on the uh, wages at the average hourly earnings? up 0 0.3, 4.3% for the last 12 months, which is below the last reading of the CPI. The um, production workers, Michael, were a little better, 0 0.5 for the month and 5% for the year, year on year. Um, it's about the same as inflation. How do you read all that? Yeah, that's exactly the problem. But where that comes back to is we're not seeing productivity improvements, right? Mm -hmm. So you know, there's this notion in, in the economics literature that you can see real wage growth ought to be matching productivity improvements. And if we're not seeing improvements in productivity, then employers don't have extra revenue from that higher level of productivity to then add on to salaries such that they would exceed inflation. So you end up getting people breaking even. If we want to get back to realizing kind of real wage growth, that we had during the Trump administration, we need to get back to seeing productivity improvements. And as you know, that comes back to investments by companies, not just in facilities, but in worker training and in other activities. But we've, we've got a lull in business investment. You know, business investment is not being highly incentivized right now. You're not seeing enormous capital expenditures on equipment. So those are the things that would normally facilitate real wage growth, but we're not that we need to get back to policies that encourage productivity improvements. Instead, mm -hmm. what we have is the Biden administration enacting rule after rule after rule. I mean, our, we're at hundreds of millions of hours, if I recall correctly, in additional work, uh, regulatory compliance work that companies mm -hmm. are having to do. And how much productivity do we get out of somebody filling out a federal, federal piece of paperwork? None. It's higher expenses for the companies. It's, it's more expensive than products for consumers. And that's just a deadweight loss from compliance activities. Mm. Maybe yes. if we deregulated and had those people doing productive things instead of government paperwork, we could see more revenue coming into these companies and therefore pass along in the form of higher wages. You know, that's important, so important. So you think that the PAYGO, the regulatory PAYGO provision in the McCarthy deal might help that? You know, I'm, I'm excited to see it in there. I love the idea of it, and I'm glad to see that we're finally seeing it put into legislation and not just regulation. What remains to be seen is how much is the CBO director going to waive it? Mm. So as I think you know, there was a big loophole. So again, I, I applaud the speaker for including that provision, but there is a loophole in it that if the if the director, a, a, a director of the Office of Management and Budget, the OMB director, deems that additional regulation necessary for the program, then 
the pay-go can be waived. Hmm. And the question we're going to have to see is how much pressure can Congress, through the appropriations process and through their oversight activities, make sure that it is not excessively waived, that it actually is implemented. Yeah, I think uh, I think the Republican House would raise bloody hell if they get thwarted by the OMB director. I really do. I mean, that's the power of the appropriations process. I mean, that's the best hope to implement that thing. And that's why it's so important that Speaker McCarthy also got that provision that we're returning to regular order for appropriations. Yes. Because things like that get overlooked in an omnibus in ways that when you have, yeah. Thanks, Michael. Michael Falkender, everybody, former Treasury uh, chief economist, teaching at the University of Maryland.